When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. It doesn't matter what you think. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. You know who I am, Brian H. Waters. This show brought to you by the Wrestling Realm. This is your WWE Extreme Rules 2019 post-show. And boy, oh boy, folks, we have a brand new Universal Champion. His name is Brock Lesnar. Yes, I know there's a lot of people upset by this move, but can you really blame? Like, let's admit, the ratings of Raw, ratings of Raw have been trash. Um, let's be real. You know, yes, Paul Heyman is back, but now we're going to get a little bit more Paul Heyman. We're going to also see what's done. Um, man. This was funny. This was hilarious. And no, I would not be laughing this hard if it was Kofi Kingston. I know a lot of people are saying that. But let's be real. Was Seth Rollins that great of a universal champion? I mean, I had my girl Krista B from the old, those Wrestling Girls podcast on last week. And we was talking about how we didn't want him demasculated. You know, and honestly, I thought that was going to happen. I thought Becky Lynch was going to jump in the ring and interfere. You know, I know she had just caught the, um, what is it called? The deep six. But I thought, I said, oh, maybe Becky will get in the ring and save him. Nope. The man's man is no longer the champion. So what a night. I mean, when Paul Heyman came out there and pretty much told us that Brock Lesnar would be cashing in, kind of knew it was going to happen, right? Um... You know, part of you, you're thinking, all right, well, Kofi's going against Samoa Joe. Kofi could lose, or Samoa Joe could win and then cash in. Or if Kofi loses, then maybe, you know, he's going to be kind of worn out because, I mean, Samoa Joe, right? But then when Kofi celebrated, and I'm watching, I'm like, come on, Kofi, come on, get out of the ring. Now, and I even tweeted at Brian H. Waters, Woods, E, get out there now just for protection. But they, they did an advertisement. Woo, Kofi Kingston was safe once again. And then, Lesnar. You know, we had the main event. Let's get right into it. So we had the main event. You know, one of the things I talked about, intergender wrestling. Shout out to Dr. D putting together the dream panel. You can hear my discussions right here on YouTube. I clipped off some of the stuff. Daka has the full video on his Facebook page. But, you know, it was a conversation about intergender wrestling. I told people. It's going to happen. I want to see it stuck to wrestling, not the brawling and the hardcore stuff. But we saw tonight, we saw Baron Corbin go. He hit the deep six on, um, no, sorry, I keep calling it the deep six. He hit the end of days on Becky Lynch. And when he did that, we saw a different Seth Rollins. Not once, not twice, but three times he gave 
uh, Corbin the curb stomp, pinned him one, two, three. Becky Lynch is outside nursing her injuries. And, you know, so he, he's winning. He's straight up. He's standing up. And then, boom, the music hits. And then they show, they show right to the back. Here comes, you know, Lesnar's music. But he, we're waiting, waiting. He comes out there. And he's ready to go. Lesnar comes out there, makes quick work of Seth Rollins. One, two, three, it's over. You know, congratulations to Seth Rollins. You know, he had a solid run. I, I have to admit, he was just starting to turn the corner with me. Maybe because they kept giving us Seth and Baron Corbin. But he was just starting to turn the corner. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm starting to like this guy as champion. But, um, nah, you know, I'm not mad. Lesnar's the champion. We're going to see what happens. Uh, we know Seth Rollins is going to come out there. You know, Rollins ran his mouth. That was my issue. He ran his mouth so much about Brock Lesnar. So much about Brock not being the good champion or not being there. Which I understand. We all had the same grief on the IWC. Because you're a part of it, whether you agree or not. We all, nobody liked it. But Rollins was doing all this trash talking. Even when he was Intercontinental Champion, not even in... Lesnar's league, right? But here we go, you know, so there's no more rematch clauses, no more automatic rematch. So I wonder how he's going to get his way. We'll see. SummerSlam's coming up. Only time will tell. <laughs> I had to get that out of the way. But let's move on. WWE Championship match. We saw Kofi Kingston retain against Samoa Joe. Excellent match. Trouble in paradise. One, two, three. It was over. Um, and like I said, you know, it was great to see Kofi win this, especially after the New Day had became a six-time tag team champions earlier in the night in an incredible triple threat tag team match where Big E and Xavier Woods would regain the tag team titles. Uh, this time it's a clear-cut winner, clear-cut Clear cut who's the tag champions because it's Woods and E where, you know, before they kind of used to bounce back and forth, right? But now we know who's the tag champions and who's the WWE champion. Um, but I definitely encourage you to watch it. Overall, Extreme Rules was a great show. Great night. Um, you know, we had Evolve yesterday. We had AEW. I talked more about those shows on Breaking Down with Brian H. this week. But we had those shows. We had another, uh, you know, a host of other shows. But I thought Extreme Rules delivered. I thought... From all aspects, from the top to the bottom of the card, it delivered. Um, so, you know, but then, you know, if you're on YouTube, look at your screen. You, this is right before Kofi went out there, but the picture's still valid. New Day holds all the gold. Well, you know, the gold that they can. I mean, granted, I doubt that they'll be Intercontinental Champion or uh, U.S. Champion anytime soon. But more on that later. Um, but we open the show. Very rare when we see The Undertaker open the night. Him and Roman Reigns would defeat Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Another, you know, this was a good match. Undertaker, redemption. We all know what happened over at the Super Showdown. But this right here, we saw the Undertaker look like he does. Going out there, hitting his spots, hitting his moves. Um, yeah, some people want to talk about the botched tombstone. But nonetheless, it was great to see. This is the Undertaker we know. No, we don't need to see him every week. But this is the Undertaker. We know he went out there. Him and Roman Reigns got it done. And, you know, we saw them square off, you know, go face to face. A sign of respect where Undertaker said, okay, young fella, this is your yard now. Um, in the kickoff show, we crowned a brand new Intercontinental Champion. And his name is Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura defeating Finn Balor. Now... 
If you're in the Wrestling Round group page, you may have seen where I said this match should have been on the pay-per-view. They had it on SmackDown. It was a good, good, quick match. Same here. I felt like it was a little rushed because it was a kickoff match. So they didn't really get the chance to really dig deep and tell that story. But with the time given, I thought they put on an incredible match. It's very good to see Shinsuke rack up more gold. He's been U.S. champion. He's been Intercontinental champion. They was even saying he does better by himself. We all know he's... I believe a two-time NXT champion, first two-time NXT champion. So I'm excited to see where he goes from here. Um, obviously, I would like to see him back in the main event in the title picture, but I really want to see him make this title prestigious. I want to see Finn Balor stay in that, but I would love to see Finn Balor get with AJ Styles and Anderson and Gallows. Time to tell, right? Speaking of AJ Styles and Anderson and Gallows, we got a new United States champion. AJ Styles, for the third time, I believe, is your new United States champion. Him, Anderson, and Gallows. Um, you know, the story here was could AJ, he needed to realign himself with those boys. And he made it clear, those are my brothers. They've never been away. Those are my brothers. And one of the things I like that what happened in this match AJ Styles' foot was underneath the rope the same way Ricochet's was a couple months ago. I mean, a couple, several weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. And Carl Anderson brought it to the referee's attention. You know, you can't get disqualified. You can't put him out because he's just bringing something to your attention. He didn't touch him. So I really like that. Little, just the little things. You know, you've been watching wrestling as long as I have. You look for the little things that make you like, oh, I like that. It makes sense. So, um, but AJ Styles, your brand new. WWE United States Champion. I'm excited to see what happens here. I want to see him and Ricochet kind of continue this feud because I feel like he can help introduce Ricochet to the masses. Because we got to remember, wrestling fans know him, but the sports entertainment fans, they know him. They're starting to know him now. But I think AJ can help him get to that next level. And so moving on. An incredible match. Arguably match of the night. Alistair Black, Cesaro, go out of your way, check it out if you didn't. These two, they told a hell of a story. Um, we all know Cesaro can work. We know Alistair Black can work. But it's really good to see these guys in the ring together. Um, kind of feel like the story didn't get as much justice as it should have. Just because we saw Alistair Black kind of randomly having, you know, doing these messages saying nobody wanted to fight him. Then all of a sudden it was Cesaro that showed up at his door. But then, you know, we got the match. And maybe I'm just looking into things deeper. But I'm, I'm nonetheless, they put on a hell of a match. I was excited. Make sure you check it out. Um, the Women's Championship match. Bailey, SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Well, she's Raw Women's Champion. Uh, she's Women's Champion. <laughs> uh, she's SmackDown, I know. But Bailey is still your uh, SmackDown Live Women's Champion, defeating um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um uh, Another incredible match. Um, well, I ain't going to say it was incredible. It was solid. Um, you, the story was, can Bailey be... Can Bailey uh, overcome both of them? But, or is Nikki Cross being used? And, you know, Bailey got it done. We didn't see the heel turn from Alexa Bliss. Or maybe it's not a heel turn, but we didn't see the double crossing yet. And um, we also had... Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley going all over the arena. You know, um, this was the perfect match for Philadelphia, where Extreme Rules was headed, held. You know, you. This is a feud that you know I've been saying over and over again. Not really happy about it. You know, I just. But 
just because some of the stupid stuff, like the uh, tug of war and the arm wrestler, didn't need that. They had an incredible match over in Saudi Arabia. And tonight, they had a great match. This was, you know, coming off the heels of what happened on Monday Night Raw a couple weeks ago when they crashed through the, um, the, the set. So this made a lot of sense. It was Braun Strowman kind of giving Lashley that power slam through the ring, um, little canvas area or whatever. I mean, not through the back, um, like back, not in a, you know, in the arena amongst the people. And then he like came, ripped through a wall and come through and he's the last man standing. But there was times where you thought either one of these guys could win. And then, you know, um, we saw Kevin Owens make very quick work. I'm gonna lie, didn't see the match. I um, was moving around in the house. The next thing you know, I come down, it's over. Went on Twitter, bam, it was a GIF. You know, the match was held long enough to be a GIF. So it's out there, Kevin Owens, but you know, his mind, his uh, mind is set on Shane McMahon. So I wanna see where we're gonna go with that. And then around this show off tonight, we had the Revival successfully defending their Raw Tag Team Championship against the Usos. Um, tag Team Wrestling at its finest. I know a lot of people don't like to say, they like to say WWE don't have good Tag Team Wrestling, yada, yada, yada. This was Tag Team Wrestling at its finest. Both, actually, you know, both matches, both uh, Tag Team Championship matches tonight were incredible. It would have been nice to see the Women's Tag Team Championships on the line. I'm just saying... We had a great raw uh, men's tag matches. We got women's tag team titles. Let's get them bad boys out there. Let's get those girls out there. Let's get the Iconics in some matches. So, overall, I thought Extreme Rules was great. Not going to hold you too long as I get ready to wrap things up. But I thought Extreme Rules was great. Make sure if you haven't checked it out, do so. Let me know your thoughts. What did you think of tonight's show? Tweet me at Brian H. Waters. Tweet me at The Wrestling Room. Matter of fact, let me throw that on your screen right there. There it is. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling Realm. I was just at BlurCon, so check out some of the videos. I have three interviews. Dr. D. Candice Cordelia and Marcus K. Dolan got a chance to talk to them about different things while we were at BlurCon yesterday. Um, so make sure you check that out. Till the next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody.